0: Over time, as an electrician, your toolkit, it will fill up with all sorts of different sorts of kit, but there's some you just need just to get going. In this podcast, I'm going to detail five of them vital tools you need and a few added bonus ones at the end that will save you time, money, even maybe save your life. Toolbox Talks for Electricians, the only podcast that helps you make your electrical business a lot better all the time. If you've worked as an electrician for a certain amount of time or you're working as an electrician and you work with lads that have been on the tools for a little while, you'll know that there is a lot of tools that you can gather up that just make your life that a lot easier. I remember once there was this gecko grip. It was one of them tools that you put between like drywall lines and It was, I bought it at a show. It was a brilliant bit of kit, but it didn't really take off because it was quite handy in kitchens, I thought. But I never see it around anymore. Some of these bits of kit that you acquire, and they turn out to be pretty handy. But others, you absolutely just need. You need to get the job done. You need to be a decent electrician. And this is what you're about to find out. And the first one's going to be no surprise. A set of screwdrivers not any screwdrivers they've got to be insulated screwdrivers you're dealing with electricity you don't want to get a shock don't just get them screwdrivers you get from the wholesalers down the road you've got to be insulated screwdrivers a proper set that's tested up to sort of a thousand volts so they can save your life the best sets are the ones with the interchangeable screwdriver bits with the insulated shafts on the handle and although you don't always want to use it on a live install it's always good to know that you're protected in case you do try and tighten up a screw that is live and if you get a kit with an insulated screwdriver set you get ones that fit them mcbs perfectly so you can get them nice and tight and a lot of the sets they come with a torque setting as well so you know that you've got them up to the right sort of tightness i think they're one of them tools that once you get them you think how the hell did i live without these another tool that we use every day all day is a pair of side cutters again insulated side cutters just not them normal ones that you get from anywhere decent insulated side cutters because they're gonna be chopping through cable all day where you're terminating and nice and sharp and the thing is nobody plans to cut through a live cable you don't go in there think right I'm gonna chop this uh, this insulation to bits with my wire cutters without turning it off but it happens you sometimes think it's dead and it's not, so it blows a bleeding hole in them. So wouldn't you prefer to have a pair of insulated side cutters where if you do cut through a live cable, you're not going to get the shock. It's going to be able to blow the fuse without having to earth through yourself, because that's where you'll get the shock. For a decent pair of side cutters, what are they around £10 in the UK? Um, with the amount that you that you use them, you might as well get a couple of pairs. Always get one with a bit of a backup because side cutters are the type of things that they're hanging off your pockets all the time. So when you lose them, when you're climbing around in loft spaces or wherever you are running outside to turn the MCB back on to test, they're going to fall out of your pocket. So it's a good idea to have a second pair just in case you do, because we'll we'll always use them. The next tool is probably more for the customer than yourself, but you want to get paid, right? So make sure your work looks... Lovely and straight and presentable. So get yourself a decent little level. You don't have to get a huge one or anything like that. Just one that will fit in your tool bag and you can make sure that the switches and sockets are always level. Because when you're all finished and you're done and dusted and you're packing away and there's nothing worse than that customer coming up saying, "Uh, excuse me, mate, but them sockets aren't straight. You're like, come on, mate. It doesn't matter. I've just installed 10 sockets, three two-way light switches and a cooker supply. You're worried about the, co- the sockets not being level. It's all about presentation at the end of it because the customer doesn't see what you've done behind the scenes, in the walls, behind the sockets. All they know is that it works and what it look like looks like. So just get yourself a level to make it lovely and neat. And you'll be remembered for that. That electrician was a neat person, so you'll be remembered for that the next time that they need a sparky. The next tool that is an absolute must is a tape measure. It's going to be something that again hangs off your pocket all day long because there's always specific heights that sockets and switches that should be done in in, in the IEE regs in the uk in new builds so if you're doing an extension then it's fine you can follow suit with the rest of the houses or the rest of the house or what it is but whatever you do wherever you do the work you want to get them at the same height you can't have a switch five centimeters out or Two, even two centimeters out, someone will notice. Especially if they're looking along a wall, or it's a nice replastered room, and your second fixing, they'll go, "That's out, that's out a little bit." Or what I hate most is the downlights. As an electrician, you must walk through hallways in hotels, or anywhere in shops, or in people's houses, and you look how straight them downlights are. You think that guy's doing a good job, or if they're wonky, you think, "What a cowboy! That is rubbish." And again, I suppose it's a good idea to have a couple of these because you cannot get along. Like I've tried doing a job before where you get a stick to get it at a certain height. You need a tape measure. You're going to have to get a couple. And when you leave them places, if you leave them on site or you're leaving in someone's house, a tape measure is handy to everybody. So they won't give you it back, especially if there are other tradesmen laying around and your tape measure is sort of a good one with a light on it or a magnet on it. They'll think, that's a nice tape measure. I'm keeping that. And they never give you it back. Another vital tool that you're going to need as an electrician will be a hammer. And again, I'm going to say an insulated hammer, a decent hammer, and it's not to be able to smash holes in the wall to fit your sockets in. That's what a lot of people think that we do. They think we just go up there, smash hole in the wall and just stick a socket there. No, there's a bit more precision to that. We like to be neat and tidy. I think presentation is key as an electrician but the main thing that you're going to use your hammer for is clipping you're going to be clipping those cables along especially on long runs you've got to clip them these days it's a new regulation you can't just leave them free hanging in certain places especially in floorboards. you've got to have uh, so many metal clips in there in case there's a fire and your cable hangs down so have yourself a decent hammer And when I say a decent hammer, it's a a bonus for every electrician to have your kit insulated because you're playing with electric. You don't know what's going to be live sometimes. Someone might turn something on that you're not aware of and you'll be hammering away. And you don't want to get a shock. Just have it insulated. It'll be a bonus for you in the long run these insulated hammers they're a little bit more expensive but they're well worth it so when you get it stick your name on it either get a sharpie and write your name on it because again if you're on site someone sees this nice hammer and they think I want that and everyone uses a hammer so they ain't gonna get it back so in my opinion they are the five must have tools to when you turn up on site or turn up to someone's house or turn up as an apprentice electrician, that will make you look better and make you think, oh, hang about, I've got my own kit. The worst thing in the world is I hate it when apprentices work with you and they go, like, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? You're like, hang about, it's, it's in my pockets. I use it all the time. If you just get the vital tools, these five tools that will get you going through life when you're starting out as an electrician, you'll be able to be a bit more independent and. As the approved electrician that you're working with, you're learning from, they'll they'll respect you a little bit more with your own kit. I guarantee you. And of course, there is a number of tools that always make your life a little bit easier as an electrician. And there's an extra tool that I'm going to tell you about here that can not only save you time, but I guarantee you could save your life if used correctly. And with any fault finding job, you need to start somewhere, right? Is it live? Has the wiring been damaged? So if so, where and how has that been damaged? Well, the first thing, if you're trying out on a socket, or even you can wire this up to a light, is get a socket tester so they can find your fault straight away. More The more information you've got on a fault, the easier it is to find. So if a customer's done some DIY and maybe messed something up, a lot of the times, I tell you, it happens all the time, people go out and get these new sockets with USB on. And they have different terminals. So they put the two earths in the end. And don't do that. The new USB sockets, they don't have a common bar in there. You've got to put the earths in together. So basically, they're splitting that ring main. So if they do it a few times, a lot of them sockets have lost their earth. So they go, oh, this isn't working. That isn't working. Because a lot of electronics these days, they need the earth for the return. So they say the socket doesn't work. It does work if you've changed it and you've wired it wrong. And you've not only wired it wrong, it's it's pretty dangerous, to be honest. If you've got no earth and you're plugging something into it, definitely like if it's a heater or something, and that hasn't got an earth, that could build up static, maybe. I don't know, there's a lot. I don't really like to leave any property without an earth. You loop that tester, you do check it to make sure it's done right. But you can find this out straight away, rather than having to even take the front of the socket off, just plug this little tester into it. A socket tester can save you time and money right away. It's like a little socket tester. A lot of people call them a Martindale and he's got the LED lights that flash to tell you what the problem is. And then it will give you an idea of where to start, what direction to point you in, where to look to see where that fault is. So if you want to go that step further, and look a bit more professional, grab yourself a socket tester. They're about 20 quid. But there's another one you can get as well to, well, to help you in any installation sort of thing. When you go to work on-site, off-site, in domestic premises, commercial, industrial. It's sort of how quickly can you test to see the cables live. Some of these people say they lick their fingers and they hope for the best. Well, I tell you now, that'll only happen once. You'll lick your fingers and if that cable's live, especially if it's a 415s um Volt, voltage cable from free phase you're going to be hitting the roof it's going to blow your head off Like, it, how do you know that cable's not protected with the right MCB so it's not, maybe not going to earth it'll kill you never do that never lick your fingers to see things alive I've seen people do it I can't believe it sometimes what they do but you'll end up getting the shock of your life or you'll be dead it won't, it won't happen twice that's the thing you must have maybe been there before that you go to someone's house and the customer will say, oh yeah, we've had that cable put in two years ago and the extension done. I don't think it's live. You, okay, you don't think it's live, but at the end of the day, mate, I'm going to test it because I don't want to be playing around with it. If It is, is it is still live. At the end of the day, I don't want to get a shock. No electrician does want to get the shock, but if you're working with an electrician, I guarantee you, if you ain't had a shock yet, it'll happen sooner or later. Something will happen where I've blown holes in my fingers by accident when i was apprentice that was wiring up a dc power battery but these things happen you get shocks as long as you learn from them and think right next time i'm going to be safe isolation and don't try and do shortcuts this is the thing this is the whole reason some people get a shock they think can't be asked to jump downstairs and knock that mcb off do it because if you get a shock, you'll be, you'll be screwed the rest of the day. It'll blow a hole in your finger or you'll get a shock and you'll be disorientated or be fainting. It'll be a nightmare. Trust me, shocks aren't cool. So another little thing you can carry in your pocket. You can see why these electrician's trousers eh, have these big flappy pockets and pockets all over. Pockets are a bonus even when, when you get them shorts. You get the shorts on with all these pockets so you can put more and more kit into them and walk around all day so you've got everything on you. But fill them pockets with a little volt stick, a little volt tester, where you can just touch the cable to see if it's live. It'll beep or it'll light up, and it'll tell you, right, that's live. So then you know you've got to do something about that. You're not going to start playing with that cable until it's turned off. Now, a volt stick, it won't tell you whether it's got a live... Well, it'll tell you if it's live. It might be 415 volts, 230 volts, even 12 volts sometimes. But it won't tell you if it's got a neutral or an earth. It's just a little indicator to say hey that's live don't grab the end don't cut you don't cut through it basically there's a live cable in there it's dangerous to do something about it now you can be the best electrician in the world and if you are i'm pretty sure you've probably got a pocket full of these tools while listening but without the skills and knowing how to use them they can be useless So that's why I'm building a community of electricians online that can help each other grow their business all over the world, that we can all learn from each other to be bigger and better. So if you'd like to join that community, I'll leave a link in the show notes below. So jump inside, and I can't wait to see you on the inside. Till next time.